visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast and become a patron of the show. Our patrons are special people who are invested in our message as we rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. You will receive digital versions of each of our cookbooks and fangirl patrons get special video access to each episode. Thank you so much to our patrons. We can't do it without you. Become a patron at patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. And now let's rock this show. Happy Monday. Welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. I am Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl. My co-host is Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead blog. And we are here rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind. Red lips, even though it looks like neon pink for some reason with my camera. No denim jumpers. We might have some cozy soft pant days, but we are not wearing denim jumpers. We're getting it done. We're refining this art of homemaking. We're here along with you while you're driving to work or taking care of children or elderly parents or doing the dishes or working out, whatever. (laughs) Oh, my door's wide open. Come. Can you you hear people going up and down the stairs? Good gracious. (laughs) Whoops. We are so happy to be here with you. Uh, Homemaker Chic is brought to you this season by Tubes & Co. So we want to give a big thank you to Emily over at Tubes & Co. and all the effort that she has put into curating, creating, packaging, and sending out these incredible natural skincare products and clean makeup that we get to use as homemakers. We get to share with our daughters without any worries about the chemicals or additives or colorants that they're going to be exposed to. So you can visit toopsandco.com, use the coupon code HOMEMAKER10 for 10% Mm -hmm. off your purchase. You can give their face cleaning bars, their tonics, their tallow balms, rub into your winter elbows. (laughs) Hello. First, use sandpaper. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, You can test out their lipsticks, eyeshadows, mascaras, all kinds of balms, even dry shampoo. So tubesandco.com is where you can shop for these products. These are products that Angela and I both use and both love. Mm -hmm. So um, thank you to Tubes & Co. for season 16 of Homemaker Chic. 16, 15, 15. I knew I was going to get that wrong. That's okay. No, I started it off. I think I started off the season by calling it 16, but that's because we did that little mini season like at Christmas time and I got all all confused. Sure. (laughs) Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Wow. It's, here we go again. You okay, friend? Yeah, I'm okay. I actually just got uh, acupuncture. So, so this morning. So I think that's going to be um, great. We'll talk about that in a while when we, because we're going to continue the health conversation, but what's going on in your neck of the woods? Anything fun? Anything exciting? No, this, I, my weeks of just <laughs> torture continue. Um, so I shared last week about what had happened with the card testing on our website and the mm-hmm. drama continues because every day my inbox, we got the card testing to stop. We blocked the transactions. Um, Some made it through because of banks' fraud rules. So like if their fraud rules weren't really strong enough, I would get these like 40 cent, 30 cent that were run through our account. Anyway, that's it's all returned. It's all settled. But I still get dump truck loads of emails and phone calls from people like, why are you taking my 40 cents? Why are you taking my 40 cents? And I have to have all these conversations, thousands of them just like, 
I didn't take your 40 cents. This was a fraud. Your card's been compromised. They just used our business account to do it. Um, I mean, it's just torture. It's it's yeah. torture. And it makes me feel like dirty. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking at my inbox and it's like, hey, this such and such bank is filing a fraud claim with you. And hey, this and this. And it just makes me feel dirty. And I'm so mad about it. I I hate that people pray on other people. It disgusts me. Yeah, it's gross. It's gross. And I'll tell you what, like, I know that this is a, a small thing, but I'm still feeling just so incredibly vulnerable about it. Mm-hmm. It's made me feel vulnerable in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It- you know, you read all the time about like, oh, this company had a security breach and yeah. your information might have been leaked and you just sort of hold your breath. I mean, they're just, yeah, it is scary that there's people and organizations out there and this is what they do all day. All day. <laughs> yeah. And what what am I in comparison to that? I'm just a podunk little right. <laughs> blogger. I mean, right. <laughs> like, I don't know anything about anything when it comes to computers. And so I'm already the underdog. Um, but what makes me the most mad about it is, okay, these weren't my customers. They're, they ran three and a half million credit card numbers through our credit card processor, okay? So three and a half million customers from somewhere. I don't know where they came from. Mm-hmm. But every every single one of those transactions that they tried to put through had my name on it. And that's what makes me so mad is like I've worked all these years to create – all you like your name for your name to be a respectable name and the fact that somebody can just ruin that is is really daunting i had one sweet lady she said well i don't know who you are but your cookbook looks really nice so maybe silver lining (laughs) i was like well that's a really expensive cookbook even if i do sell it like that one i lost a lot of money on that one oh my goodness (laughs) i'm sorry so it's okay, but it will be okay. I know people have to endure things like this all the time. Um, you know, we talked a couple seasons ago about being sturdy, about being mm-hmm. the type of person who wants to be sturdy. Right. And we want our homes to be the kind of homes that can be sturdy and our children to grow children. up sturdy. Right. And um, that's kind of just taken on a new meaning a little mm-hmm. bit with this. Like, how do you create a sturdy atmosphere? Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh That's... boy. Sorry. Oh boy. Wah, wah. <laughs> Happy wah, Monday. Wah. <laughs> uh, have you started any seeds yet? I will be starting this week. Yeah. Me too. I got some. I will be starting this week. What are you going to start? And um, I don't know. Just go <laughs> Whatever through all my packages like. and right. Yeah. Um, you guys have been really sweet to share your packages of seeds over on Instagram with us. A lot of you went with the homesteader packet. Uh, so we brought on uh, survival garden seeds this year as a sponsor. Really excited to do that. These are yeah. incredible heirloom, you know, seeds that you can save year after year. So you really only need to buy them one time. They're less than a dollar a packet. I've grown with them. I grew with them last year and had great germination, great success. Um, and they offer really great varieties. So that's been really fun to see. So I'm a very um, 
visually motivated person and I do mm-hmm. like the pictures on the packet. I do I like, like the packaging. That. I like seeing them all there. I got like the big, you know, they sent the one pack in like the Tupperware, yeah. the big thing. And yeah. I've just got them all crammed in there. I saw this funny reel the other day of a lady like moving her, uh, you know, the like the big utilitarian baker's rack from sure. Costco, sure. like bringing it into the dining room. Uh-huh. And I just burst out laughing because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take books off of it. Mm-hmm. I do it every year and I yep, all through the kitchen, go. out to the conservatory. Mm-hmm. And then I usually pay a kid to hook up all my lights because I hate hooking up all my yeah, lights. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, I've been like houseplant mania lately. I'm so into my houseplants. Kind like of one of those COVID in- people who got into houseplants. Yeah, I think it's like a nerd level at this point. Mm-hmm. I enjoy them so much. Mm-hmm. I enjoy putzing with them and fertilizing them and deadheading and potting on. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm. That's so why I'm. This is probably. I mean, I've ha- always. Well, not always, but for the last few years, I've had houseplants. But this winter is the most that I've not felt like removed from greenery right it's been an active like everyday part of my winter which has really helped yeah so I had this um lemon tree last winter in my living room Mm -hmm. since then I've been able to move them into my bathroom they're much happier there obviously because of the moisture but Mm -hmm. what happened last year was I just sat and stared at this dying lemon tree and so it was like it was like the opposite it would have been better to have nothing (laughs) Than to stare at this really, really sad tree. Right. Um, but yeah, if, if Angela and I, if our text messages are ever leaked, what you guys are going to see is like a bunch of pictures of our house plants back and forth. Right. <laughs> look, look at, at this, this one. one. Look, she's so happy. Look at this one. Got some flowers today. <laughs> yeah. I I hit, you know, I get all giddy when I get to go through town and hit a Trader Joe's. So I did that last week and grabbed a few more. Then I went to Stein's and grabbed a few more. Yeah. Sometimes you can just really find them on sale. I have learned the hard way, though. Um, like, immediately see if they're root-bound. Because 99% of the plants you buy in public are root-bound. Yeah. Um, that's really made a big difference in my, like, success of just bringing on a new plant the first couple weeks. It's just immediately giving up a little bit more space. Yep. Yeah. Yep, it's true. Yeah, my um, I got a lot of good stuff going on in the houseplant department. And yeah. usually every year for our anniversary, I beg Stu to take me over to this incredible nursery on the coast called Mulbacks. Mm-hmm. It's in Woodenville, which is like two hours and 15 minutes away from us. So it's a while away. <laughs> but their, their plant selection is just out of this world. I mean, this is the kind that has like the carnivorous plant section mm-hmm. and like Here's 47 varieties of ferns. And I mean, it's just everything that you, I mean, they've got ones there that are 10, 15 years old, like the size of a jungle tree. Do you know what I mean? And it's just the smell of it and the feel of it is just so wonderful. And I love being able to go around the house and be like, oh, and I got that for this. Like Uh I've marked my plants with special occasions. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it makes it really fun. Mm Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I um, they're kind of in every room now, and I even have like some rubber plants in the bathroom, which is oh my gosh! At Trader Joe's, they had these rubber plants, big, mm-hmm. variegated, gorgeous, nine ninety nine. Mm. 
just they're amazing. Lovely. Yeah, it's really helping. Like, because right now I'm looking out my window, and while my face might look bright, that's just the camera. It's dungeonous outside. <laughs> it's it's so just gray, gray, gray. Yeah, it's grayscale. That's what we call it. Yep. Yesterday the sun shone, and it was forty degrees. Oh, amazing. Yeah, let me know if you can hear them. I'll I can't yell for nope. somebody. It's to all close good. My door. It's oh, all good. 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 Yep. So yeah, so, yeah, we finished our greenhouse, getting our greenhouse put together last week. So I'm hoping that I'm able to actually keep my starts out there so that I don't have to mess with lights. If it's warm mm-hmm. enough in there, if I can keep it warm enough in there to wow. be able to start my cold weather crops um, mm-hmm. that I normally start indoors. So warm weather stuff will obviously still have to be started inside. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the year ahead. I had my cooking community call this morning. Every month I do like an hour long Q&A. And, you know, we've been talking a lot about food preservation, food storage, prioritizing what kind of foods we grow in the garden. And Mm -hmm. I know that that's not what we're talking about here today, but it's just something that I find incredibly interesting and like endlessly fascinating of the idea of growing food. One of the ladies brought up this really kind of cool theory about, she said, I think of my food, my food storage is, is, uh, how did she put it? Like, uh, food on the hoof is what she called it. <laughs> like, meaning her food storage wasn't having multiple types of dairy animals. So they had a mm-hmm. dairy cow and a couple dairy goats. So like, if something happens to the cow, you can milk the goats. If something happens to the goat, you got the cow kind of a thing. And then, of course, having some animals around all the time that you can butcher uh-huh. if you're in the need for meat, right? So like raising beef, yes, keeping a steer on hand, whatever that may be. Anyway, yeah. I thought, what a fun idea, because really, if push Close comes to way. shove and your food storage matters, milk and meat are going to carry you a lot further than oats, <laughs> than rolled oh, oats. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I told them the story being in Sicily, and I asked if they ever ate oatmeal for breakfast. And they're like, why would we eat oatmeal? Like, that's what we feed our animals. <laughs> like, we'll feed oh. the animals the oats, and then we'll harvest them and cure them and eat them instead. <laughs> like, okay, I get it. Makes sense. It's so funny how <laughs> different cultures poo-poo like the oatmeal breakfast. Like yeah, like Scotland is all about the porridge, yeah. right? Yeah. And other countries yeah. are like, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, not doing that. Yep, it's true. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you guys asked, and we're gonna go back to the health subject because there was some stuff that we couldn't touch Quite on. We to. ran out of time. Yeah. Yeah, like we we barely we barely touched on working out. Um, we didn't right. get to touch on some of the stuff we still wanted to talk about, and I think that this is still, you know, a really big topic of conversation for a lot of women, whether you're alone and you're doing it for your own health reasons, or you have kids. Like this is when this is how I got into this whole lifestyle that snowballed. Mm-hmm. Was I had Georgia? I got pregnant with Georgia, and I was just thinking, I have to take care of her. Like I want, right. I don't want the world to hurt her. I don't want her to ever feel pain or ever be troubled or ever be sick. And obviously that's unrealistic, but that's how mm-hmm. I, that's, that's what I still what, strive for. That's what I desire. For it's her. your motivator for yeah. sure. I mean, it's what helps you because like health is, you know, health involves a lot of hard decisions. It, it yeah. involves a lot of like, you know, pay now, <laughs> enjoy yeah. later. Yeah. Um, there's so much it's work on the front end really it also completely changes the way that 
we structure our homes in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. From everything from the the grocery list to the lifestyle to... Mm -hmm. Yeah, to hobbies, to schedules, to grocery store, food stuff. Even like last week, we talked about sleep, you know, to your thermostat temperature at night. Like all these decisions. How are you going to sleep? It's better to sleep with a little bit cooler. You know, all these decisions are... um, It's like now that... You know, now that we're talking about it, it's kind of on my mind all week. And I have one of my kiddos wants a new wants new pajamas, and she we just can't find any. They're just atrocious, and I'd like them to be organic cotton, possible. And I said, you know what? I know you guys sort of always giggled at mom because I buy used pajamas for you guys, but I just told them the smaller ones. I said, you know why I do that? Like. I know it's not that I want you guys to wear somebody else's pajamas. It's that I read once that the flame retardants are mostly worn off by the time you get them. And I would rather not go to Target and buy you pajamas that are covered in chemicals and flame retardants and fresh dye. I don't know. That's just, you know, you sort of latch onto these little things and they they come, become decisions that you make the whole time you're raising your kids. So I said, maybe let's check Poshmark for some pajamas because we're not having any luck anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Who? Where did I learn that? Was that a um, Sally? What's her name? Did I read that in her book? Maybe um, the book that she's think, referencing is Nourishing Traditions. I think I read it in the children's one. Oh sure, because I read that okay. one before I read the other one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I love that book. Yeah, the very first kind of health book that I read. Well, there's two. Both of them have funny stories. One of them was this, and maybe I've told you this story before, but it was this infomercial book that my dad sent me when I was at college. Yeah. And it was called Natural Cures They Don't Want You to Know About. Uh And these were, this was back in the day, kids, when there were things called infomercials, when you couldn't just watch whatever you wanted whenever you wanted. You had to watch these like long commercial breaks, these infomercials. This was on one of those things, but this was where. Those? Oh yeah, I remember watching this. They were so convincing. I mean, man. Oh, they were sales good. tactics, incredible. Yeah. They were good. Um, but it was like the first. It was the first place where I was introduced to this idea of like whole salt, right? Coconut mm. oil, maybe different algaes different Mm -hmm. um how what they had to offer or like seaweed for mineral imbalances like all these kinds of like herbal natural ideas that Mm -hmm. i had no context for before so that kind of laid this um foundation of like hmm, maybe i should start questioning some of this stuff and then i ran across i can't even say her name because it was french her name was renee and she was a vegan chef from hawaii she had a book called the balanced plate And was not vegan. I've never been vegan. But what I loved about her book, what it was like, it was just this idea of like, did you know that they spray stuff with really bad chemicals? Did you did you know that these things happen to your food? Like it was the first questioning of. Is my food clean or is it dirty? Is it processed Mm -hmm. or is it unprocessed? You know, is it sprayed or is it not sprayed? And I'm not under any illusion that organic produce is clean. (laughs) Okay. Like I know, I know how people, people find a way, they find a Mm -hmm. way to cheat the rules. They find a way to get a premium price and like 
still have the biggest yields. And I don't, I don't blame them for that. They're just, it's sad, but they're making money. That's their, that's their goal. Um, anyway, so it was this first idea of these, these seeds being planted of, huh, I guess I'm going to have to be my own advocate. Right. I mean, I'm like sus about everything. <laughs> exactly. And I have, I have <laughs> that has to come from somewhere, right? Right? Yeah. It, it started a long time yeah. ago. And yeah. and now I'm like, mm, probably not. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Probably not. Mm-hmm. No. Have you been to AmericanBlossomLinens.com lately? When you do, here's what I want you to remember. Homemaker Chic 20. Because that is the coupon code you need for 20% off the linens you need to run your home. I'm talking about heirloom quality sheets, woven with American grown cotton, softer with each washing. These are our favorite sheets. As fans of vintage linens, these are the best sheets ever. And you'll find the most plush towels, plus blankets, duvets, and even pillows. American Blossom Linens is the company Shay and I partner with in our homes for top quality, invest once linens. Woven to last a lifetime. That's right, invest once and never again with American Blossom Linens. So visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use our coupon code HOMEMAKERCHIC20 for 20% off your entire purchase. We want to dress our home in accessories with a story, with quality accessories that have meaning, and for sure accessories that are not headed for the landfill. A huge concept on this show is Better Not More, and our sponsor, House of Tokuman, exemplifies this idea. Visit hotrugs.net if you're tired of throwing your money away on cheap rugs that don't survive your lifestyle. Dress your home in a hand-woven rug from House of Tokuman. I'm a designer, okay? I want you to look at your home. Where does it need some style infusion? Nothing is as timeless as a Persian rug. And here's a designer tip. You will give your home an instant professionally designed look when you add a Persian rug. They elevate your space instantly. And they're so versatile. You can move them all over the house and they are made to withstand real life. That means they're able to withstand your pets, your kids, your spills, and your traffic patterns. So get to know House of Tokuman over on Instagram. And then when you're ready, use this exclusive coupon code HOMEMAKER25 for 25% off this investment into the fabulous style of your home. You're guaranteed a one-of-a-kind rug, no fake antique rugs, machine-made copies or replicas. House of Tokuman is at hotrugs.net. That's hotrugs.net and use our coupon code HOMEMAKER25 for 25% off your full-sized rug. Do you remember? I'm sorry, I'm eating cheese. I, it's okay. It's I'm okay. sorry. Um, do you remember if there was a particular thing that made you sus, um, sort of suspect different health things? stories or narratives i guess um no i don't i don't know if it was a particular thing i told you i did hear when i heard about home birth that really intrigued me mm-hmm. and that and it's not for everyone but it did i was game for it the minute i heard about it i've shared that before i was just like that sounds great but then upon researching it later like kind of learning how 
like standard operating procedures in hospitals can lead to like all these really high numbers of things that we didn't used to have. So that really made me suspicious about just this like checklist of going through certain things during labor. Um, And so I just remember like things like that, that sort of catapulted certain ideas about certain topics. Um, I remember my aunt, she had a friend with MS and the friend had learned from her doctor. This is this is just family conversation. Like as a kid, I remember hearing this, that partially hydrogenated oils settle like nickel in your veins. I was probably 17 when I heard that. I was like, I'm not eating that. We're done. You know, and so that got me um, sort of like anti-Crisco because my mom always had a jar of Crisco in the house growing up. And so that turned me on to like, mm-hmm. okay, uh, probably Velveeta. No, we're not eating that. Mm-hmm. You know, like there was certain foods that I'm like, I can never, it's not like we ate really, really bad growing up, but there was stuff um, that I'm sure we shouldn't have eaten like Crisco, you know, so there, it just kept, it just kept chipping away at things like that with little factoids or little bits of information. Yeah. So, yeah. I think we got to take a bird's eye perspective here, ladies. Like this is why mm-hmm. we want to address this again. First off, our goal um, in the home is to, within our power, Obviously, there are always outliers to this. So I'm right, speaking right. generally here. Generally, okay? like, for sure. We want to be healthy. We want our bodies to be able. We want our minds to be able. We want to feel good so that we, in turn, can serve the people of our home. That's the mm-hmm. goal here. My goal is not to be healthy so that I can live to be 120 and like still look great at 90. That's not mm-hmm. really my objective. <laughs> okay, That's right. not my objective at all. My objective is to to use what I have been given and equip it as best as I can for service of this home. That's it. I mean, ultimately, to the glory of God. Right. Okay? Um, and there was a second thing that I'm drawing a blank on there. Oh, my second thing is, you know, the, re- the reason that we kind of want to squat here for a minute is because we're not we're not promoters of settling. <coughs> there are seasons. There are lots of seasons. And like if you're in the season when you have little kids and you're like, I can't work out. I can't do this. I can't. Okay. That's okay. Okay. That's fine. There are seasons of survival. There are seasons of fruitfulness. Mm-hmm. There's a reason we call them seasons because they're periods right? of time. Temper- they feel like they last forever, but they don't. Right. It right? changes. But we're always pushing our listeners. Like you can, you can do more than you probably think you can. Mm-hmm. You can grow. You can change. Did you what just that? hear that? That sounded like glass. Yeah, the only sure one did. home. Cat must be a cat. Sounded Bizarre. like. Significant glass. It did. <laughs> I'm a little scared. Um, anyway. I do like. Yeah. I like what you said about about. Um, I'm trying to remember it. You said set because I started coughing, <laughs> choked, <laughs> got me all excited, and I choked. Um, you said settle, right? Right. Something about we, settling. We, ne- we never promote just settling. Right, and I, I, you know, I talked about this like with sleep last week that it's not normal to not sleep well, but I do think women. In particular, they 
they settle because they think certain things are normal, like you've talked about. They think heavy periods Mm -hmm. and miserable periods are normal. They think migraines are normal. They think poor sleep is normal. They think, you know, packing on 25 pounds with menopause is normal. You know, like that there's all these things that we've kind of been told, well, this is just the way it goes. Um, And like, I really buck against that. But also some of it is true. Some of and some of it you have to always, fight extra hard on. Like the goal is yeah, shift. There's elements of mm-hmm. truth, you know, and there's mm-hmm. um I mean, I don't I don't think it's normal to get a migraine every week, you know, mm-hmm. and be throwing up and having to pull the drapes and like that's an indicator something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So my friend Amber and I went out for dinner, like I was telling you before last night, and we had, I don't know, a 30 minute conversation about arm fat. (laughs) Hi, buddies. (laughs) That's what we call them. Hi, buddies. Hi, buddies. Why? Hi. No. Hi, buddies. Hi, buddies. Hi, Betty. Hi, Betty. And you're flapping in the wind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a genuine movement that happens as you age. Gosh, I just remember being like, I remember I've being always young. had arm fat. Oh, no, really? I've always had arm fat. Yep. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's a revolt. It's Chub like rub a- and arm fat. That's just I've always had it. <laughs> I I cannot imagine being rid of either one, quite frankly. <clears throat> like yeah. that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just a part of life. And so then our our conversation spiraled into like part of aging well as women is Okay, we're not going down without a fight, all right? Like, we have strong arms. Maybe Mm. they're a little bit squishier on the back end than they used Mm -hmm. to be. Like, part of that happens. Happens. Okay, that's fine. But then part of it is, like, us taking that with a little bit of wisdom and being like, okay, now what blouses do I wear that make me look nice? Given that this is where things are at. (laughs) For sure. Is there a certain way that I can dress or is there a certain... You know, mm-hmm. how do we work with what we got while not like taking yeah. it lying down? <laughs> no more capped sleeves. <laughs> no more capped sleeves. Yep. We don't want the sleeve landing on the fattest part of the arm mm-hmm. and drawing attention to that. Mm-hmm. We want to go for a nice three quarter. <laughs> there you go. It shows the beautiful forearm and the wrist. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay. So what were some of the, what were some of the, topics that we kind of missed a little bit last week we i know we've been getting a lot of messages over on instagram about the cell salts that we talked about i don't Um, have my phone do you have yours yeah okay just for dm if you i didn't know if you pulled any up oh i can't um okay well last you know we haven't talked about some let's see I mean, we, I think health is, you know, it's preventative and it's, and there's a lot of the things that you can do that are, you can do them for prevention. And then those same things are really good in a particular situation, Mm -hmm. you know, like chiropractic is really good for prevention Mm -hmm. and chiropractic's really good when you're hurting, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. um, I went to, I did sort of pick my acupuncture sprain this morning because, um, I'm a junkie. Acupuncture has been by far the most effective thing I think I've experienced as far as, I mean, I've done a lot of things. I've had like UV blood. All the things. Crazy things, vitamin C injections, and I 
love me some needles. <laughs> love acupuncture. Uh, it's really, really helped. Um, I had a just crazy inflammation in like C6, C7 vertebra, and it was like my arm was falling asleep at night and not just falling asleep, but just hurting, hurting all day. It just wanted to hang. I didn't want to move it. Couldn't find a comfortable position. This went on from about the time I got home from Paris till just a few weeks ago. I finally, you know, I was doing chiropractic and it would mm-hmm. feel good for a few days, but then, you know, your spine does kind of want to go back to, it's like mm-hmm. braces, you mm-hmm. know? And I said, I think I'm going to add acupuncture to the mix. I had gone to her a long time ago and I'm right as rain, baby. Mm. And I feel good. It helps with my mood. It helps with anxiety. I said, I said, why do I love this so much? And she just was explaining, you know, that homeostasis, that that's what it's doing. And a lot of people, she said, like, like I just said, go to her for a particular need. But it's really great to just start going like once a month for disease prevention. She flat out said disease prevention, which I was really bold. I'm like, oh, bold. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So, I mean, headaches, back pain. I told her, um, she and she's fairly good. She's like, how's your mood? How's your stress? How's your anxiety? What part of your cycle are you at? And I told her from about like ovulation on, I'm like, pew, going down. I said, I used to be like really a bee and weepy. And now I just get really sad. Like my PMS has changed, like sort of the emotional effects of PMS mm-hmm. and so she's doing the needles and the ankles and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really amazing it's helped so much mm-hmm. I wish I was more articulate because mm-hmm. it's been fantastic mm-hmm. you you kind of stumbled into something that I think we should we should talk about first okay. off I've only ever had acupuncture one time and okay. it was when I when Georgia was breech and I was trying to get her to flip and so okay. somebody had suggested, my doctor had suggested that I see an acupuncturist because there are okay. things that they can do to actually stimulate sure. that to happen. Mm-hmm. So it was like needles in the pinky toe. I mean, it wasn't super mm-hmm. comfortable. I'll be honest. Like mm-hmm. some of them hurt. When but, they hit like that electric. Oh, it yeah. Like, it's just, I don't like that. She goes, how you doing? That. And then it calms down. Like it's just that initial. It's, if it's yeah. If it's an area that I've told her. Yeah. I'm struggling with yeah. when she hits that needle and it has that electric. She said that's what it's doing to it works with your electrical system. You know, it's that's so it's weird. an electric. It's I Shay. I know. I, I know you. I think you'd really, really like it. She gives one in the top of my head. She's like, it's like the happy spot. She puts this needle like right here. Oh, so I, freaking. Eh? I love it. And I never <laughs> see them. I've never seen them. My eyes are closed. Yeah, don't look. Don't look. So <laughs> yeah. Um it doesn't bother me. Needles like, don't bother me, but I don't want to look I don't yeah, want to see me see looking it. like a voodoo doll. So yeah. But but what was interesting was when I when I had it done, I'm laying on the I'm laying on her bench, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was actually a guy. And he does these ones in my feet and he does a couple in the sides of my thighs and he does a couple in my neck. And Georgia just goes, I mean, she is just dancing. Like like you could see my stunt. I mean, it was explosive. Wow. And bless her. She was trying, but like she was trying. She was trying uh-huh. so hard, but because oh. of my weird configuration. Okay. That yeah. You know, she couldn't turn. That's um, cool though. I mean But it was really like it was instant. It was the weirdest thing. So wow. you know, is it subjective? Yeah, but it still was an experience. So 
Um, and it was pretty cool. So I see the benefit of that. And I think you've convinced me to give it a give it another try. Okay, here I pulled up a list just because I'm so inarticulate. Okay. 14 benefits. Reduced stress, reduced back and joint pain, headache relief, improved eye health, enhanced mental clarity, reduced symptoms of neurological disorders, reduced an individual's risk of falling ill, fewer digestive problems, increased energy. I definitely feel that. Better sleep, relief from allergies, controlling blood pressure, enhancing fertility, and improved health after medical procedures. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, it's kind of, I feel really blessed because we live in Siberia and there's actually an acupuncturist in town. Like, mm-hmm. what are the odds? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so let's talk about for a sec. Every time we talk about this, we always get a lot of reaction. Okay. If we're talking no about health, I know, I love it. I love <laughs> keeping you on edge. What's coming? I don't know. Um, we're talking to women here. And mm-hmm. every time we talk about ovulation, anytime we talk about, I'm sorry, like anything vaginal related, <laughs> anytime we talk about cycles or hormones, mm-hmm. the DMs on Instagram blow up. Oh, sure. You guys, I didn't know how ovulation worked until I was married, making the whoopee. <laughs> like, I yeah. didn't know how it worked. Did you? Uh, I think so because I had friends that were having a hard time conceiving. So okay. they were doing like the, she was doing like the basal temperature, is that what it's called? Basal yeah. temperature every basal morning. Basal temperature. And then, yeah. Basal. Okay. I thought it was mm-hmm. the other way. And then she went on mm-hmm. uh, Clomid, you know, this is back okay. when people still use that, okay. you know, but I remember all that and. Learning, you know, yeah. kind of alongside alongside her. Yeah. Yeah. So I shared with you. But guys, no, not as a kid. Not like, Yeah, you don't know. Not like from my mom or no. Right. High school. Nothing. No. Right. So I shared yeah. last week that I was put on um, birth control, right? Like a lot of mm-hmm. women were for, oh, it's going to regulate your cycles and it's going to help your acne or whatever. Balance your hormones so you're not so crazy. <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, Anyway, so when when Stu and I got married and I was like, okay, like, we're going to be making the whoopee. What are my options Mm -hmm. for birth control? Because we weren't going to have a kid right out the gate. And that's when I was introduced to the natural family planning book. And the whole idea of this concept, right, is like you're, (laughs) dare I say, you're inspecting things, you're tracking your vaginal yep. discharge. You, mm-hmm. Poor Stu, he has to edit this podcast. You're taking <clears throat> your temperature every morning, but it starts mm-hmm. off with just like a, hey, woman, here's how it works. Right. You have your period. After you have your period, okay, right? Starting from like, let's say day zero. Day zero being when you've just finished your period. 14 days later, you're going to drop an egg. You're going to ovulate. And during that time, you're going to have a certain type of vaginal discharge. You're going to feel certain things towards your husband. Mm-hmm. You're going to, mm-hmm. you know, you're like the, it's, you're, that's you coming into heat for all my farmers out there. That's what that is. Okay. Now, after that egg drops, your discharge changes, your your temperature changes. Um, and then you kind of begin this descent of, yeah. I'm not in the heat anymore. (laughs) 
I am now like getting kind of introspective and getting maybe a mm-hmm. little bit more closed off, almost like if it were fertilized, mm-hmm. you would be like in a little bit of a preservation mode. Like, oh, I think I need to rest a little bit. I think I need to stay warm and cozy and safe. And so those natural emotions and responses to that time of the month is totally normal. But if you yeah. don't know that, you just think, oh, why am I feeling this way right now? Yeah. Why am I feeling this way? You know, and then you start your period and everything kind of resets and then the whole cycle begins again. Most women don't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it has proper names. Menstrual, follicular, mm-hmm. ovulation and luteal. Luteal is how you say that? The book you're referencing, people are going to ask us, it's taking charge of your fertility. Is it? Did you did you say natural family planning book? Yeah, it's called taking it's called taking charge of your fertility. Yep. Okay. Also, most women don't know you can only get pregnant for a very short window every month. Um, Right. We got pregnant unexpectedly, but I always tell people it's not because our method failed us. We Mm -hmm. failed the method. (laughs) We knew what we were supposed to do, and we didn't do it. So it's. It worked yeah. great for us. And I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful for that time where I was like, oh, this is what's happening to me. And and being aware of it, being just more body self-aware was mm-hmm. like that to me was like the biggest trigger for health related things. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, oh, I feel terrible after I eat this food. You got to be self-aware right. enough to even recognize that. Or, hey, when I work out, I have more energy or, hey, at this time of the month, I need to prioritize this or, right? Like you got to have right. some self-awareness to know what's going yep. on here. What are we doing? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, it's really, I hate the word empowering, but it's really empowering to understand like how you can and can't get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, it's it's just a small window. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um, so I would encourage you in that way. Um it's nice to have information. It's nice to have information. Like I've shared this before, but when I had a naturopath tell me, hey, your periods aren't really supposed to be painful. Like you shouldn't be curled up in fetal position, vomiting. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. really? Huh. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. And this was like kind of before the internet is what it is. And there were people knowing that. But it's just important to know. So mm-hmm. it's important to know and it's important to set goals, I think. Um, and I think something like chiropractic care or acupuncture care is a great thing if you can to find a way to budget it. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, I always start with chiropractic. Mm-hmm. So whatever the problem is, I start with chiropractic first. Mm. Um, I think it's a combination of that being the doctor that I trust the most mm-hmm. and just my proclivity to natural solutions because I know I can pick his brain and he knows a lot, a lot. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, my current chiropractor is extremely knowledgeable. I, as in other things, like not all chiropractors are created equal and I think it's really good. They all have, there are different techniques, you know. 
Um, I I remember going to one who just I thought he was going to break my back like every time they were just like the most violent, horrible adjustments. And then you can find others that just barely just they're just like a little, you know, barely do anything. So <laughs> I told this story to my friend the other day. I saw mm-hmm. this chiropractor when I was pregnant. I saw chiropractors through all my pregnancies after, uh, I had after to, the first I couldn't one. walk. Yeah, my it was so, so off. I was right. in so much pain. I couldn't walk. Right. Yeah. Well, he did manual adjustments. So, you know, he was the kind where he would sit and hold your neck and he'd manually crack it or he'd pull mm-hmm. your shoulder out and, and kind of put his body weight on it to crack your shoulder or whatever it is. But he would do this one where he would lift one of my legs up over myself and then like thrust his body weight. He was a big guy. I hate that. And I was like, like, I'm, I'm going to fart. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to. ever enjoy it all i could th- i was so tense because i was just like, right so pregnant <laughs> right oh man yeah i don't yep. go to that kind anymore it's too much for no too i much don't pressure. i don't like those where you're like you're gonna kill me no. but yeah you're always afraid that you're gonna fart um <laughs> my okay this is a stupid stupid story but i was sitting in the kitchen a few weeks ago and i had like shorts on or something and Amelie knows I hate Harry Styles and she there, she had a pen and she's like let me draw Harry Styles on your calf <laughs> and she's a really 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 good artist and I was like fine because she doesn't like me either but she just wanted to see if she could do it darned if she just didn't like do an, an exact likeness it was incredible well then the next morning I was going for acupuncture I'm like oh crap <laughs> I like just as I'm walking out the door I get like a washcloth and I'm just like trying to rub it off you know and I get there we do the whole treatment so she gets sticks all the needles in me and then she puts a heat lamp on me covers me up nice and cozy and I just go like into the zone and just like fall asleep so I get she takes the needles out I get dressed and checking out she goes I just have to ask you what was that on your leg she goes I've I've seen a lot. She goes, people are always worried that they like their feet are gonna be gross or that their legs are too hairy. But like what was going on on your leg? I'm like, oh brother. So it was Harry Styles. Like my daughter had to draw this picture of Harry Styles on my leg. I was just so <laughs> Oh <laughs> she's like, Well, I can tell you I've never heard that one before. That's so- good. Oh, I'm yeah. sure they've seen so much. So much. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, gosh, Shay. I know in one of our earlier, earlier episodes, I was going off about the gyno and the grooming <laughs> that you should or shouldn't do before going to the lady doctor. <laughs> but you know the gal that does the funny, like, girl just back from France, oh, girl yeah. just back from Germany. Ciao, she American did- friends. Ciao. Oh, did I say ciao? You know, she's so funny. But she did one last week about a gynecologist. Yes. Did you see it? Yes, I did. She's like, scooch forward, scooch forward, scooch forward, forward, more, more, more. more. You know? <laughs> she gets the corkscrew. When she, first of all, the whole, the, the utensils, but when she takes the corkscrew, you're going to feel a little pressure. She goes, <laughs> <laughs> I died. I know. But it's I should so share true. it to the homemaker chic Instagram because it was by far the most accurate from like the cardigan she was wearing and the clipboard and her posture holding the clipboard. Could you or have you been pregnant in the last one? You know, like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. She nailed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, I know we're talking about like health things, but you know, the, the point of this season was to, to set these goals and kind of work backwards, right? Like how mm-hmm. do we get from point A to point B? What are the steps that we have to take? Mm-hmm. We see where we want to be and yeah, health and working out and food, like all these things, but like could also just, maybe we just like clip our toenails and, and shave our legs and like Maybe don't wear disgusting right. undergarments. You know, maybe that means we treat ourselves to some new underwear so that when we're doing these things, right, whether we're going to acupuncture, yeah. maybe we're going to chiropractor, maybe we're working out, maybe mm-hmm. we're just trying to be outside and get fresh air or whatever so that we feel better about ourselves. Like maybe that's step one, mm-hmm. right? Maybe right. maybe step one is just what can I do to feel better in my skin right now? Right. So that I can take the next step. That's really big. I just realized the other day, it's been so long since I bought myself new underwear. Wow. Yeah. Like not any time in the last 365 days. Yeah. That is bad. (laughs) The elastics like coming off the edge, the little cotton panty liners just flapping. Yeah. It's only sewn down (laughs) on one side. (laughs) Yeah. And here's, you know. Uh, rip the pad off and it comes with it. You're like, oh my gosh, this is awful. Don't let me get in a car accident, please. The, but the, the cool thing is, is like these small little changes, y'all, they have this way of like of becoming something bigger. Okay, so here's an example. They do. I groom my lady bits. Maybe I shave my legs. Maybe I even moisturize them because it's February and like my skin mm-hmm. is just parched. So ashy. Um, maybe right? I paint my toenails. Maybe I don't. Whatever. Um, shave mm-hmm. your big toe. <laughs> Pluck out your oh chin gosh. hairs. Maybe your big toe. <laughs> maybe you put on a nice new pair of underwear. Okay. And if you're married, guess what happens when you're feeling all fly and being like, hey, I did some good stuff. Probably. Probably. Things are going to happen. Okay. And guess what? Yeah. When things happen, everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. <laughs> and guess what? Like, just by doing those small little things, mm-hmm. I'm not being facetious here. Like, you can actually change the atmosphere of your home. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't You're that getting, weird? It, it, well, no. But, but come on. Think about it. That If you are skunky and <laughs> funky all February... <laughs> Yeah, you know that feeling. You, you know what happens when you're like, maybe I should just wash my hair, and you wash it and you blow dry it, and you're like, dang, mm-hmm. that was the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's not. I don't think it's really um to be little because there is something to be said for just shaving your legs and putting on some moisturizer. Yeah, and not feeling gross. Not feeling gross. Mm-hmm. That's a great place to start. I genuinely yeah. think that. And if there's something and, maybe that's yeah. really been bothering you, like maybe it's be a good time to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a haircut, you know? Okay. Which leads to a different point. Were you going to say something okay. or can I go on this nope. little bit of rabbit trail? Okay. <laughs> I, had this, I had this conversation with Amber last night and it, it, okay. it was really helpful to me because, you know, when you're a beginner at something, you need motivation. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like maybe I want to start getting into working out. And so Mm -hmm. maybe what motivation looks like for me is hiring a personal trainer. Maybe it's getting a piece of gym equipment off Craigslist. Maybe it's just buying workout pants. Maybe it's finding somebody (laughs) I like on YouTube. 
right? Maybe right. it's like listening to the pump, like pump it up song. Like you got to have something. There's got to right. be a seed of motivation. And that motivation actually less more than a seed. It needs to be like a tsunami of motivation for you to make a movement, right? Mm. Now, what happens though, is that like, over time, that motivation fades. It's an, It's not possible to stay motivated to do something all the time. No so way. what happens, and this is the way Amber phrased it, and I found it so helpful because I was talking about learning, we were talking about learning a language and she's fluent in Spanish. And so she knows what I'm talking about, but she, um, you do it whether you feel like it or not, because the motivation is not always there. I had a tutoring session. I wanted to cancel it so bad. I was like, my brain is tired. I don't want to go make it more tired. Um, you know, there's the social pleasantries that are involved. Um, so there's the motivation was, is not always there. You can't rely mm. on it. But she said what veterans do is they have the ability to just grind. That's their strength. When you realize there's no motivation coming. I don't mm -hmm. really have motivation to work out. I'm fine when I get going, you know, and my body just is like, it's like a muscle memory now. Like it just does it. I don't ask myself, do I want to do this or do I not want to do this? I don't even think about that. I don't look for the motivation anywhere. I just do it. It's like, uh, it's just literally the grind of it. And how much of that is homemaking? <laughs> right. Right. It's so, are you always motivated to cook dinner? No. No. But as a veteran, you know how to grind. You know what to right. do. It's like you got right. the muscle memory built in. And I think the same is true for health. You know, if you need motivation to get you started, like that's how we all start. You have to have a reason to do something. Mm -hmm. But there's also nothing wrong with you if that doesn't last forever. Right. You can't stay okay. at a pep rally. You know, it's like a pep rally. You can't stay there right, all the time. Right. right. Mm -hmm. um, now, we've talked on the show, though, we've used this expression on before uh, on the show before about motivation coming after action. Sometimes. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um some things like like the new yoga pants or whatever like they are it's like a treat yeah. it's like it gives some dignity to what you're doing like you don't have to go do your workout in the grossest clothes you can find maybe maybe it's going to be better for you to feel a little cute while you do a workout yep you know maybe that's going to keep you going mm -hmm. yep well and i'll tell you like i was motivated to start working out because i didn't want to be left behind because Stu was like i'm getting in shape and i was like well i don't mm. want to be left behind mm -hmm. <laughs> if you're gonna do this i'm gonna do it with you yeah and i'm genuinely like so grateful that he pushed me to do it in that way because i wasn't motivated to do it on my own um not like out of that but then when you start to see progress mm -hmm. and you start to see physical change and you start to see strength right. build that's motivating right. to me that yeah and i i for sure i will fall out of me like i i don't think that vanity is a terrible motivator. Like if you are working out and strength training because no. you want to look good in your bikini, <laughs> go that for is it. Okay. <laughs> because good grief. Yeah. Um, because if that motivates you to like grow a stronger heart, build great muscle, stave off osteoporosis and like all these uh -huh. these back issues or deal with pain or whatever, great. Uh -huh. And if it's because right. you like the way your biceps look or whatever, great. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a right. net gain still. Um, you know, assuming yeah, it doesn't and, go into idolatry, obviously. 
Right. But I do think that, you know, something like, oh, I'm going to work out so I have like good cardiovascular health. Like you can't really see that. <laughs> you don't usually feel that until you're like not having a heart attack. Like it's that's a little bit um, abstract, you know, and at least the like, oh, my jeans feel a little bit better this week. Mm-hmm. That's more tangible mm-hmm. sure. and does make you want to keep going. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I find myself really motivated by the amount of weight I do now. Like that's what motivates me. Mm-hmm. You know, when I hit like new PRs or I'm able to do more than I've ever done before, I find that incredibly motivating. I'll grind it right. out either way. But like that right. gives me a little jolt of like, hey, you're growing, kid. You're doing it. You hear that little sound. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> a little green arrow. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You did it. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I can plank longer now than I could before and in more mm-hmm. awkward styles of planking and um, I can right. do more push-ups. I can do more crunches. Like this is this is exciting, and they're like little. They are little seeds of motivation. Like you get a seed, and then you grind, and then you get a seed, and then you grind, and mm-hmm. um, it's a it's kind of this this dance of both. And I think that that's that's okay. We just have to be disciplined enough that when the motivation's not there, we we stay the course when it comes to health stuff, right? Because right. it's a long game, man. The stuff we're oh, talking yeah. about. This isn't like, hey, go organize under your kitchen sink. And get that <laughs> instantaneous. There's no instant. Yeah. No. And that's why, like, when we started this particular, you know, working backwards from health, we were talking about, like, health and longevity because there's so much that you don't feel right now. Yeah. No, no nobody's going to, nobody in my family, no child of mine is going to feel whether their pajamas are coated in Flame retardant right now. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like all these things that you do, mm-hmm. disciplines that you have, and right. you might not ever really feel the benefit, but right. it's there. Right. Yeah. Well, let's I take a, a list second. Of things we were going to. Yeah, okay, let's take ahead. a second and cue the wine music. I know you had okay. a wine that you wanted to share. Um, yeah. And then I do, uh, yeah, there's some other stuff that I still want to make sure that we hit on. So, um, ladies. If you're listening to this at appropriate time of day, if you're fixing dinner, pour a glass of Dry Farm Wines with us, won't you? Dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast is where you can go to source these incredibly clean, low alcohol, low sugar wines. That doesn't mean they're unfun or that they're tasteless or they're flat. It means that they've been grown organically and biodynamically, that they've been naturally fermented with no added yeasts, no added colorants, no added dyes, no added extra sugar which is where the lower alcohol comes from. Most people don't know this, but if you take wine grapes and you crush them and you ferment them, they end up somewhere around 11, 12, 12 and a half percent. That's based on how much sugar is in the grape. Well, guess what? People like their wines 14, 15, 16%. The only way to get that amount of alcohol in a wine is to add sugar to the fermentation process. We are cleaning things up. We're doing a lot of effort in our kitchens. We're putting a lot of effort into our homes. So don't overlook this part. If you enjoy a drink, if you enjoy a glass of wine occasionally, just do it better. Do it better, not more. Okay, speaking of better, (laughs) Jean-Marc Gillet. Have you tried this one? I I love love that wine. Okay, Jean-Marc Gillet. This is a Vouffray. So that means that it's, oh, what are we doing? Region tip dish. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the region is Vouffray. Vouffray. Okay, so, what a name. Vouffray. Vouffray. Yep. 
Vouvray. Vouvray. It's, Vouvray. it's from the Vouvray. Uh, it's 100% Chenin Blanc. And uh, that's a Chenin Blanc for those of you. Let me translate. Yeah. Okay. Chenin. Chenin, Chenin Blanc. Blank. Blank. <laughs> Chenin Blanc. Chenin Blanc. <laughs> um, <laughs> pale gold, slight effervescence, refined bubbles, expressive, fresh floral notes, clean, focused palette, offering up an intense aroma of white flowers embellished with brioche like nuances. Brioche like nuances. <laughs> Um, it's a bubbles. Make, um, it's a bottle it's of bubbles, bubbles. and yeah, it's like it's the a most of bubbles. like Frenchy, beautiful, light, soft, buttery yeah. bubbles. So it's not champagne, right? But it's delicious. Um, do you make um, couchere, but pastry with the cheese in it? No. Oh my gosh! Um, it's that's actually a recommended dish with this, with this wine. They're yummy. Oh. Um, they're really yummy. You would like them. But um, also can be eaten with lighter fare, obviously. Mm-hmm. Salads, vegetables, mm-hmm. whitefish, souffle, mm-hmm. which, again, is like the, the gougere because that's like a little kind of got that yeah. idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really. So to, to get the really bubble like uh, package. Package, right? So they ship their bubbles mm-hmm. in a three pack. Um so that's a really wonderful little subscription. You can have it shipped to you every month, or you can just do a one-time order too if you want to just give it a try and just try it. See if it's worth the yeah. hype uh, that we've been we've been sharing Dry Farms for over three years. It's still exclusively what we drink. And you know, when we started, like it was a big chunk out of our budget. But I was just like, look, we're buying wine anyway, and so I don't care if this bottle has to last us a month. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to drink better. So you know how sometimes you could drink like one glass of red wine and you'd just be like thirsty and you'd get a headache and you'd feel yeah, yeah. bloated. Cotton mouth. Cotton yeah. mouth. And I was like, I it's hate just not the bloating. worth it to the, me. I'm not. It's just yeah, not worth I, it to That's me. something I really like about dry farm. I know a lot of women struggle with bloating. Bread mm-hmm. makes them bloat. Sugar mm-hmm. makes them bloat. Or mm-hmm. they don't realize where they're bloated. And it's all of that yeah. refined stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dry farms mm-hmm. does not make you bloated. Yep. There you go. Dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. I think I said homemaker chic podcast before, but all the links are on Instagram and below in the show notes. So yeah. Use that link because you'll get an extra bottle with your first order for just a penny. That's how they can legally give you a little freebie. Um mm-hmm. okay. yeah, this is good. Okay, I wanna um, I wanna talk about something else. Okay. Uh health related. Because Okay. I, we've actually gotten a lot of messages from people who were who are motivated to start weightlifting. So when we talk Yay. about working out, I always thought working out meant that you were on the cardio machine for 45 minutes. And I'm just like, boring. And then right. I tried getting into yoga for a while and I was like, boring. I'm just I can't so do bored. I was just Fall so asleep. bored. Yeah. I understand the importance of stretching, as Stuart calls mm-hmm. it. Can we just stretch? Mm-hmm. But um, – <laughs> But I was just bored. I didn't. I didn't know what working out could be. Um, so I'm really excited that a lot of women are weightlifting. I think it's really important. Think about it. you're lifting babies all the time. You're carrying extra weight on your bones and your joints when you're pregnant. You know, women yeah. are really prone to to bone decay and to posture mm-hmm. issues, strength issues. So especially if you're mm-hmm. on a farm or you're gardening, why are you giving me the mm-hmm. finger? No posture. Okay. Like they- Yes. Um, if you're gardening, so I, you know, I was thinking, I want to be able to garden when I'm old. Like, how am I supposed to lift these buckets of weeds and haul around right. heavy machinery and like 
There are genuine strength demands on our bodies as women. We think Mm -hmm. men are strong and they should build muscle. It's like, no, you should do that too. You, You have your own body that's capable of different things, okay? Here's the thing that is a problem with strength training, meaning you're lifting heavy weights. That's what I'm talking about here. Most women do not get even close to enough protein. True. So if you are actually trying to put on large amounts of muscle – Say, Which okay. don't be afraid of doing. We should oh be like gosh. starting there. Like, oh. please, you're not going to look like Sasquatch. Do you know what everyone you're says? You're not going to bulk up. You're not going to bulk up. It's so hard. for You would have to be like a CrossFit maniac junkie. You're not going to bulk up. You're not going to bulk up. <laughs> That's, I say that. I said that yeah. when I first started. That's the first thing I said to Rochelle. I was like, Rochelle, I don't want to look like a man. And she's like, shut up. <laughs> Do you not do you have any idea how much work that takes? Right. That takes so much effort. And that's what you don't realize is like weightlifting is a part of it. But when you weightlift, mm-hmm. you break your muscles, they have to rebuild themselves. That's how you get that's why you're strength. sore. And that's okay? how they get bigger. It's like scar tissue. Exactly. Yeah. The only mm-hmm. way that they can rebuild is with protein. Mm-hmm. That's how they rebuild. So if you're actually trying to put on muscle, you are supposed to eat a gram of protein for every pound of body weight. That's a lot. That is and so much what, protein. I know. It is so That's, much protein. <laughs> but most women are having some sort of pastry in the morning, whether it's something healthy like a rice English muffin or who knows, white squeezy bread. You know, I don't know. But mo- that's that's usually not the goal of women when they sit down to eat. Right. It took a lot of, um, I mean, I was always a big meat eater, big on protein all the time. I still love carbohydrates. I eat more mm-hmm. pasta than most people that I know and most more bread than most people I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I use like flours that are high protein. I use heritage ones that are really easy to digest. Not all pastas are created equal. Not our breads. Right. Not all breads are created equal. Do not throw them right. under the bus. It's the same way that not all dairy products are created equal. Mm-hmm. But what I mean is like if you're wanting to – Strength training is part of it and working out is part of it. Nutrition is at least 50% of it. Like if you're going to put the effort into strength training, put that much effort again into your diet because you will Mm. not see, you will not see the results. You're literally cutting yourself off at the waist if. And you're, you're, it's like so, um, uh, not multifaceted, but multi-beneficial. In that your moods may stabilize, you'll have more energy, you won't have such like spikes in being hungry, you'll probably sleep better. There's a lot of benefits to just eating more protein anyways. I mean, it's like a win-win if you start weightlifting and you jack up the protein intake. Oh, yeah. I'm not talking about like boring meals of chicken breast and broccoli either. Like that is, I am not that kind of healthy. (laughs) I am not sauteed kale and white meat healthy. No. <laughs> oh, what are your protein sort? Like, where do what do you go for? Steak. <laughs> I love steak. Uh-huh. Kids, what are we having? Steak. I love hamburger meat. Ground I beef. Love ground beef. I love ground beef. I know that's so simplistic. Mm-hmm. It makes me so happy. Whether it's taco meat or hamburgers, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you know, the bolognese. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. Pate. Mm-hmm. I, even at Trader Joe's, I just 
grabbed a ton of pate and threw it in the freezer. Mm-hmm. I love pate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, meat is obviously. Meat wise, that's my favorite. Like, I mean, I love pork. Yeah. I love lamb. I could eat bacon for a living, but I know that's, mm-hmm. you know, with the diet of a, not a pig I'm raising, but a store pig or local farmer pig is not going to be what I would want it to be. Right. What I would want to be consuming every day, you know, so. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think at least for me, uh, red meat is massive. Mm-hmm. Um, salmon and fish we eat a couple times um, every week. Yeah. It's a big, even if it's like just for lunch, like you can just poach some salmon, mix it up with like mm-hmm. some great, beautiful little soft cheese, have it on a baguette, something of the sort. Um, Again, not to be overly simplistic, but like we're coupling this way that we want to eat and our nutritional needs with with still what we're doing here on the farm. (laughs) Right. Like that's that's still a big part of what we do. So that means like a lot Mm -hmm. of dairy stuff like we've talked about. We talked Mm -hmm. about raw milk last week, whole Mm -hmm. milk, yogurt has a lot of protein, hard boiled eggs. Like we can get as many (laughs) eggs as we need to like all the Mm -hmm. all the hard boiled eggs. Um, cheese is a big one. And, you know, those are probably the, 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 my protein sources, like those are what I go to. So if I'm not sure what to have for lunch, hard boil a cup of eggs, cut a wedge of cheese, maybe have a little like pickles or sauerkraut or something mm-hmm. on the side just to like keep it fun. And, um, like it doesn't have to be complicated. Right. My kids call it cold lunch on ice. will say, can I make cold lunch? Yeah. Um, I did do this thing. You talk about keeping it motivating and keeping it sexy. I bought these um, bread boxes. They're acrylic plastic bread boxes um, from TJ Maxx. I bought one for the kitchen, which has been really helpful because I was always just wrapping my bread in a towel and putting it in my little bakery cabinet. But I bought one for the kitchen for just the daily bread. Mm -hmm. And then I bought two for the cooler for the cheese because it was always in Ziploc bags. Like after it had been opened, it wasn't inspiring or appealing and I put them on the shelf they're like a little bin the lid slides up and you can put the cheese wedges in there and it looks so exciting it makes me so happy to go to the cooler mm-hmm. and knife off a piece and put them back mm-hmm. that actually made a big difference it made me like hey remember go have a slice of cheese right get out the cheese for lunch you know yep mm-hmm. but we I I don't think that that's a silly thing like if any of you grow your own food <laughs> I've said this before but like I love, okay, yeah, your strawberries come in from the garden and they've got the little tendril on top and isn't that sweet? But like Mm -hmm. there's that kind of pretty when it comes to to food, homegrown food. And then there's the kind where it's like, oh, look, your lamb roast has a hair on it. You didn't, (laughs) you know, you forgot some hair there on that leg. Like your pig skin. And and sometimes I just get so mad. I'm like, I just want pretty polished, clean food from the store in pretty little cellophane boxes all lined up that I can stack because farm food is not like that. Not pretty. It's not like that. Yeah. It's either really sexy, like a great cut of, you know, like the lamb leg or whatever. But it's funny. One of my kids recently saw chicken breasts and they said, what are those? (laughs) Like, I said, those are actually chicken breasts. That's how normal people eat, <laughs> eat chicken. <laughs> See how pretty they are? I know. They're, they're all the same packaged shape up and, and size. And- and- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Homegrown food is not like that. And so I shared with you, like, this is so silly, but you want to talk about motivation. My root cellar is a mess. It has been a mess mm-hmm. in the past. I bought this stupid little vacuum sealer and, like, 
I love it. <laughs> I want to vacuum seal everything. No pantry Don't get moss. Don't like, She'll um, she'll vacuum, I vacuum love seal it. you. But when we butchered our lambs a couple of weeks ago, like I took the time to cut them up and clean them. I'm sorry, but like I, I am a little bit cleaner than other people who do this sometimes. Like I'm oh, okay. really meticulous because I'm the one who takes it out of the package to cook it. So I always think, mm-hmm. what do I want to pull out of the package? Right? right. And so I took the time to make sure that there's no hair. It was all cut up the way that I would like it. Then I put them in the vacuum sealed bags and I labeled them really nicely with nice penmanship and a new Sharpie because that's motivating to me. It oh my gosh, I nice. ordered more label maker tape. <laughs> I'm like, it's going to revolutionize my world. I've been out of label maker tape for a year. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Yeah. yeah, it looks nice. It's motivating. It's, it's motivating. Yeah. Um, and, and it's taking an idea of something like, I've said this matters to me. I've said, you know, it's like keeping your your gym area nice or if you have one or, or mm-hmm. um, you know, making sure you've got like some fun new yoga pants every once in a while to work out in. It said, I've said this matters mm-hmm. to me. And now visually, that matches up with what I've said. Right. And that that does keep you going. If you're just sort of, um, if it when it doesn't, then you don't have anywhere to look. You don't right. have that. You know, when you open your drawer and you have a drawer for your workout clothes and your tank tops are folded and your socks are there, you're not scrounging around for gym socks, you know, there, that matters to me. Look, that drawer says this matters yeah. to me. I'm ready to go. I reach in. I grab what I need. Yeah. For the past three years, I've encouraged women in their kitchen with new whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. If you've been needing a little more pep in your step when it comes to cooking delicious food, I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com to get started. As a cooking community member, you will get five farm fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you an instructional video to go along with those recipes so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors. Together, we'll cook dishes like chicken milanese, plum and marzipan bread pudding, homemade harissa with summer vegetables, barley and wild mushroom salad, sourdough English muffins, caramel apple cake, wine poached pears with blackberries and bay, and so much more. The cooking community is a place of inspiration and community where you can visit with other home cooks on our circle group or simply enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find each month in your mailbox or inbox. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com right now. Choose the membership package that's right for you and let's get cooking. Hey listeners, this is Angela. You've heard me share with you how you can become your very best home decorator by joining my design society at oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. But what about your vacations? What about a getaway with that old world flair? Right where I live in beautiful Door County, the Martha's Vineyard of the Midwest, right on the shores of Lake Michigan. It's time to reserve my charming English cottage for your next vacation. Book a nice cozy winter retreat now with off-season rates or schedule your family vacation for this summer and enjoy our pristine beaches, quaint antique towns, and vineyards. The cottage is dressed in English country flair, but it's very family-friendly, sleeps six, and is just moments away from the lake. Visit parisianfarmgirl.com forward slash cottage to book your next getaway today. 
Homemaker Chic listeners, we are so excited to tell you about a great seed company that we recently discovered, Survival Garden Seeds. This is a family business created by two brothers. All their seeds are heirloom, open pollinated varieties and are guaranteed to grow. These are tried and true varieties. They carry hundreds of interesting varieties, but I'm most excited about the three big garden collections, which have either 30, 50, or 100 varieties included. It's a huge selection of herbs, all different kinds of vegetables, and even a few flowers for beauty and pollinators. They come in sturdy packaging that is perfect for storing seeds long-term. All their packets have seed-saving instructions included, which allow you to save seed for the following year and have a perpetual harvest. The best part is that these collections are priced at just under a dollar a packet, which is amazing. So use the link below this episode to shop Survival Garden Seeds or go to survivalgardenseeds.com. Homemaker Chic listeners can use the code HOMEMAKERGARDEN to get an additional 10% off those huge collections of 30, 50, or 100 packs. Yeah. Um, You know, we did a season a couple of seasons ago called make your bet mm-hmm. right and which which was this whole idea of like yeah you say this matters to you you want your house orderly it got it's got to begin mm-hmm. you want you want to be a moated homemaker you want to be good at what you do you want to continue to grow like get up put some clothes on some real clothes on and make your bed mm-hmm. like why don't we just start there start there and first first things first if that means right. some like new little thrift store pillows you know whatever do that. Do that thing. Right. Um, because that that is motivating. Um, I iron my sheets. Do I particularly right. love ironing my sheets? No. I love American Blossoms. I do. <laughs> um, I love ironing sheets. <laughs> yeah. You're weird. I am. I am weird. I love it. I love it. It's therapeutic to me. This is a perfect time to thank American Blossom for being such a great sponsor to the show. If you have not tried them, we're talking about towels, linens, beautiful blankets for your bedrooms, pillows, all American-grown cotton. They have really beautiful candles, ladies. I'm a sucker for uh, a candle on the kitchen counter. Their linen candle thrills me. AmericanBlossomLinens.com. The code HOMEMAKERCHIC20 is going to get you 20% off. That is exclusively from us. Check that out. Again, in their Instagram go. highlights. There you go. You'll love it. Iron your sheets. Well, I was just saying <laughs> when I have iron sheets, I want to, I want to, I change my sheets every Tuesday. That's my bedroom cleaning okay. day. So I don't okay. look for motivation to clean my bedroom. I've scheduled mm-hmm. cleaning my bedroom. And I always make sure yeah. that my sheets are washed and ironed before Tuesday. I do all my ironing on Saturdays night, like Saturday night. I just enjoy doing it. It is, I enjoy okay. ironing. I don't really enjoy ironing sheets. But okay. when I go to do the bed on Tuesday and my stack of sheets are there and they're cleaned and they're ironed mm-hmm. and they're ready for me, that's motivating. Mm-hmm. That's motivating. I didn't do it out of motivation, but it's like a, it's like a carry on soldier. Come on. You got this. Mm-hmm. You can do this. Cool. And that's important. Yep. Whether it's yoga pants or sheets or clean meat in the freezer that's nicely labeled. I mean, before before I took Hair this tactic, meat. I had pieces of meat in the freezer. They were just like bound in butcher paper with masking tape around them and it'd just be like a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> mystery meat. I have a freezer full of mystery meat. 
I need to spend like a whole day demystifying my freezers. Yeah. Really, I do. I, I actually had this talk with myself. I'm like, okay, you have three three or four food projects and you're going to have to schedule mm-hmm. them. That time is not just going to fall in your lap from heaven. Those are, mm-hmm. you're going to have to do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, have been working just really hard at just really being diligent, like just not letting the house go to pot yeah. and just doing the things instead of looking at, you know, whatever the dishes that a little person hasn't put away. Most of the time I call them back to do it. But if they're out somewhere, instead of just waiting and being annoyed, that I just do them. I can do it fast. It's okay. The kids are very, very good at what they do. But I've just been sort of like doing the thing. Mm-hmm. Pick the pencil up off the floor. Stop just looking at it. Just do the thing. And it's, yeah, I've talked about this personally with you. It's made a huge difference. Um, and I did treat myself to a motivator for the kitchen. I got a new House of Tokuman rug the other day. I've been having lots of fun talking about it over on Instagram because I'm on this Sherlock Holmes hit kick. Did I tell this story online last week? I don't on the think show so. Last week? I don't know. Okay. So I I liked the show Sherlock um, with Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, so good. And I loved it. I just loved it. And I rewatched the whole thing recently, um, you know, because – there's quarter size snowflakes falling outside right now and tis the season. So um, Annabelle had this rug named Holmes on her Instagram stories. And I messaged her. I said, um, I'm sorry, I think I need that one. <laughs> and I put it under my dining room table and he's big and bad and fabulous. And I just walk in my kitchen. I'm like, we're motivated. We're doing this. We're keeping mm-hmm. the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And it's cozy. And yeah, it was really great. Mm-hmm. Um Annabelle has 10% off for uh, Homemaker Chic listeners. Mm-hmm. So you can visit uh, hotrugs.net and use our coupon code. Do we have a coupon code? Homemaker10? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I remember when we lived in Alabama and we didn't have two nickels to rub together. And mm-hmm. man, I was I was coming into homemaking. I just have my second baby. Like I was really trying. I was really trying. And I remember this particular day I was failing. <laughs> Hmm. Okay, like the house was a wreck. I was being a major B. Hmm. I was being, I was in some serious self-indulgence sin. Yeah. And Stuart left to go teach and I was just angry. I was angry that I had to be home with the little kids by myself. I was angry at the state of the house. We were battling Hmm. fleas at the time. I was just, I was still recovering physically from, from giving birth to Owen. It took me like six weeks before I could walk. Like it was not. A good time. Hmm. But I remember, I remember praying about it. And I just remember being like, you, you have the ability to change this. You can't mm-hmm. change your circumstances. Like none of the circumstances changed. <laughs> Stu still had to go to work. I was still at home with the little right. kids. I was still really sore from having like the house was still the same. None of that changed. But I right. literally, I remember putting on music. I put on a dress, mm-hmm. a little sundress. Um I washed my face. I made a quick loaf of bread. I let the kids play outside. And I remember going outside and um, clipping off greenery from the shrubs around our property. And I made a little, I could never afford flowers. So I made this little bouquet Mm -hmm. of just greenery, you know, cleaned off the dining room table, put the bouquet in the middle and gathered the, the kids up. And we went and saw Stu at school. And I gave him this loaf of bread, like I'd brought him some fresh bread because he loves fresh mm-hmm. bread. Mm-hmm. And um, he just, he was just like, what happened? 
<laughs> Who? It, yeah, I can't. This is he said. This is like this is not the person I left this morning. Hmm. And what I I that was a hard time, but I still remind myself of that. Like, hey, girl, most of the time your circumstances they're not going to change. Right. Your eleven year old is not all of a sudden going to be mature and stop doing that weird farty armpit thing and be fifteen. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is where you are. This is where you are. Yeah. And, you know, whether that's with your health, whether that's with your home, whether that's with a relationship, whether that's with your kids or a job, like Mm -hmm. this is where you are. Now, are there things you can do to change that? Yes. Maybe not overnight and maybe not. Mm -hmm. Maybe there aren't things that you can do to change it. But like what we're getting at here is is dealing with this heart issue and saying like, okay, now, now where do we go from here? Like what are the steps that we take? Some of those are going to be big steps and hard steps. Some of those are going to be small steps. Like go brush your teeth. Go wash Mm -hmm. the dishes. Mm -hmm. Go shut the TV off and put some good music on. I'm telling you, there is no music that moves me like Madeline Peru. She is my homemaking spirit singer. And there is nothing that makes me want to be better at my job than listening to Madeline Peru radio. Peru, Peru, Peru. <laughs> Don't. Sure. Those freaking French X's, they get confusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love her. Anyway, I know people are going to be listening to this from all different spots right now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, I feel that, you guys. We've been there. I'm still there. We still have bad days. Um, but there's a lot we can do. Maybe it's just make an acupuncture appointment once you finish right. this. Go find somebody, make an appointment. Maybe that. Yep. Yep. Sweep your floors. Sweep your floors. Stand up straight while you do it. There you go. Yep. Open a window. Put some fresh air in. Yes. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. <laughs> yep. All right, ladies. Thanks for joining so us here this week. As always, all of our advertisers are over on Instagram. So you can go over there if you want links or codes directly to any of those. Or they're in the show notes below. Um, yeah. We'll be back here with you next week. To work backwards again. There we go. All right. Cheers. Cheers.